Welcome to Insights About Hormonal Health, brought to you by Evexius Medical Centers, with your host, Art Young. For information on Evexius, visit our website at evexiusmedicalcenters.com. That's Evexius, E-V-E-X-I-A-S. The Gershwin brothers wrote some classic songs, one of which began with the familiar refrain, Summertime and the living is easy. Hi, I'm Art Young, and the living might be easy in the summertime, but the damage that old summer sun can do to your skin is not a pretty sight, even if the fish are jumping and the cotton is high. Joining me today is someone who can offer some insights about how the sun can make you look much older than you really are and how you can keep this from happening. The founder of Evexius Medical Centers is Terry Denai. Welcome, Terry. Hi, thank you. Apparently, the sun is not the only culprit in damaging skin. Well, I love that we're talking about this topic. Obviously, we're getting into that season, and a lot of people don't really realize that the skin is the largest organ in the body, and we don't treat our skin very well. Um, most of us don't. Uh, a lot of it has to do with sun exposure and chemicals and things we put on our skin. Um, but some other things that can play a role in how we react to the sun, not only are our, our genetic predisposition or our DNA, of course, but actually also the foods we eat and some certain nutrients that we may be uh, deficient in can also accelerate the aging process in our skin in a lot of ways. Terry, you've got an interesting testing tool for checking the type of skin someone might have and how it will likely react to the sun. What exactly is the skin fit test? Well, I, you know, there's so much coming out on DNA testing and DNA testing is, you know, you just can't get better information than what really is you and yours. All of us have a very unique blueprint in our DNA uh, and we've seen DNA testing being used for, you know, breast cancers and other cancers and, um, you know, all kinds of things, how we metabolize drugs. But one of the newest DNA tests out there is SkinFit. And what SkinFit does is it looks at, it's a really unique test um, that tests for this wide range of skin types. And what it's looking at is the skin's nutritional needs. What is your skin going to need extra nutrition? Uh, for instance, you know, certain fish oils and vitamin A and some other vitamins, vitamin D, um, according to a person's DNA, what nutrient deficiencies are they likely to have so they can focus on certain things to make sure they have in their diet or supplements. It also looks at um, how oxidative stress or free radicals, we hear about free radicals all the time, affect our skin. So that can give us a lot of great information on um, preventative measures and what to use and what to not put on our skin. Some things that, that uh, tout anti-aging can really be really bad for some people, can actually make it worse and, um, you know, accelerate the process. So skin photo aging, um, nutrients, moisture and hydration, skin inflammation and allergy risk. There's just a, an amazing amount of information. There's another really fascinating one that a lot of people don't think about that this tests for, and that's called skin glycation. And that is actually where a, a process by which wrinkles form and thin skin and loose cracked skin. So uh, it, it's really a great tool to 
honestly help you get a, a, a very tailored um, skin regimen from your you know provider, your skincare provider. It can also help people not waste a lot of money on expensive products or expensive treatments if that's not going to work for them based on their DNA. So long answer to your question, but it was a big question. If this test measures the genetic tendencies in the skin of men and women, are there any people whose DNA doesn't react negatively to the sun? Well, sure. There are definitely people that react less negatively to the sun. And of course, we can we know this, um, people of Mediterranean descent, people with darker skin tones, dark skin ethnicities, because they obviously have melanin, increased melanin in their skin, which protects them from that. Um, so there's a wide range of, of, of things that can happen genetically that, that can predispose us for more skin damage or protect us. You know, people that freckle easy, that's photo aging, that's skin damage. If, if you're easy freckler or fair skin, people that burn really easy, easy. Um, people that burn really easy, that's a very big clue that your skin uh, has a higher propensity for aging because you're missing some of the things genetically in your skin that can protect you from the effects of aging and the effects of sun damage. There was some recent research published in the Clinical Cosmetic Investigational Dermatology Journal that noted that greater than 80% of skin aging comes from sun damage. This seems pretty high. Is that consistent with your patient's well, I, I can't be honest. I haven't really researched the, the data in that area a lot. From what I do see, that we do have a much higher um, incidence of melanomas and skin tank cancers in this country over the last three years. And so, you know, we spend a lot of time in the sun. But there's an interesting twist here, Art, and and that's also about the time frame that we've started really lathering on all these sunscreens and been really afraid of the sun. So way back in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s even, when we weren't really, you know, we weren't really concerned with skin cancer. We didn't really focus on skin cancer a lot. We didn't have a lot of sunscreens on the market. It wasn't really pushed. We didn't really have as many incidences of skin cancers and melanomas. Now, is that because we're blocking the number one thing that can protect us from skin cancer, uh, which is vitamin D? I mean, the sun doesn't cause skin cancer in and of itself. And, and I'm not saying get out there and bake in the sun, you're going to be safe. But we really got to kind of pay attention of when we're blocking certain rays from the sun and we're blocking the sun, um, we're not really getting a key nutrient in our skin that is protective of all cancers, and that's vitamin D. Now, the other you know, theory in this regard is we're looking for cancer more, right? Um, we're getting skin checks, especially if we're freckly. You know, every, I was told by a dermatologist one time, every freckle can come back as pre-cancer because it kind of really is, you know, it's a change in the skin. It's damage. It's, it's cells gone awry, right? So um, are cancer rates higher because we're looking for it more? Are they higher because we're not spending enough healthy time in the sun? Or are they higher because of, you know, like I said earlier, the skin is the main organ and we're putting all these chemicals in our skin because there's a lot of unsafe sunscreens out there. So, you know, the jury's out. There's not a lot of research uh, that's really focused on the whys of it. We just know that it's higher. So what are the safest ingredients for sunscreen? 
I love that question because so many people have this misnomer that it's all about the SPF. And it's interesting because sunscreens haven't been regulated by the FDA since 1978 in the U.S. And that SPF factor only tells us how effective a sunscreen is against UVB rays, which can cause sunburn. But a lot of people don't know some of the primary ingredients in sunscreens that absorb into the blood and can have really toxic effects. Some of them um, actually release sun-damaging free radicals in sunlight and can actually cause increased damage. And some of them also act like estrogen and can disrupt hormones. So, you know, the biggest one that you you really want to um, avoid is this oxybenzone. Really look on your sunscreen bottle and, and make sure you avoid oxybenzone. It's the most common ingredient found in sunscreens. And actually, scientists recommend not using sunscreens containing oxybenzone on children because of the hormone disruption. Uh, what you want to look for is natural mineral sunscreens. There's non-mineral sunscreens, which are chemical, very disruptive, and there's mineral sunscreens, and those are the ones that contain zinc or titanium. Those do not break down in the sunlight, and they're not usually absorbed, so they don't disrupt the body's hormones, and they're not allergenic. So those are much more effective um, at blocking the UVA rays, which you want to, um, which which is very important, not just UVB, but UVA. So those are safe. Kiss my face is a great one. What we don't know about the sun has been the topic of this edition of Insights About Hormonal Health. Hopefully you've picked up some tips about the good and the bad of that lucky old sun. If you would like to see if you have the propensity to damage from the sun, you can schedule an appointment with Terry Denai and her clinical team to get the skin fit test. Just click on the Avexius website to make an appointment. Thanks for joining us, Terry. Thank you. I'm Art Young, and we'll talk again soon.